This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 226 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture to get more information about that today. Hello, Social Pack. I hope that you had a great 4th of July holiday week last week. And, you know, last week we focused on holidays and disasters so that you had enough workforce management, planning and forecasting in place to make sure you didn't have a disaster from a scheduling perspective. But then also just in case things were blowing up with your volume in the posts that were coming in, we had you some good information on how to handle disasters, especially if you've got a skeleton crew running. This week, we are focusing on creating your social care team. Why? Well, as some of you may have already heard, I have taken responsibility for creating a social customer care team for the Home Depot. That's right, and I'm so excited to do that. But as I'm thinking through my own strategy for creating this digital customer care team, I'm looking back through my own episodes to make sure that I am using all of the best data that's already out there for me. Hey, we got to use our resources, whether we already made them or whether somebody else has put them out there for us. And it occurred to me as I've having discussions with different people who are running digital customer care and social customer care teams that there are good episodes that are back there that we just need to revisit and make sure that even if you already have a social customer care team stood up, that your fundamentals and foundational principles and strategy are solid. And if you've got any opportunities, you can always go back. It's never too late to go back and just rejig your strategic vision, your focus and alignment from a base structural perspective. So that's what we're going to be talking about this week. I've curated different episodes that have to do with foundationally and fundamentally setting up a healthy social media customer care program. So kick those feet up on the desk, unless the boss is walking by and he doesn't want to see that. But kick those feet up on the desk, grab your cup of coffee or your refreshment of your choice, and have a listen to these episodes. Today's inspiration comes to us from Arthur C. Nielsen, who said, Give your clients the earliest delivery consistent with quality, whatever the inconvenience to us. I love that quote. And Arthur C. Nielsen is A.C. Nielsen, the guy who founded that company that does all the A.C. Nielsen ratings. Great quote. And our book of the day is by Shep Hyken, titled Amaze Every Customer Every Time. So let's get into today's content. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about providing consistent support on digital channels. Why are we doing that? 
We're doing that because we have been talking all this week so far about statistics, getting us ready for the year to come, informing us about the statistics that are available on hot topics. So on Monday's episode 103, we talked about stats by Zingtree for 2018 and customer support that were going to be very important to us. And then episode 104, we talked all about chatbot stats. So then on episode five, we talked about marketing trends that were going to be impacting care. And now we have all this data that we can use. And one of the things that came out of all of that data was that customers are very interested in companies providing consistent customer support to them. So today's episode, we're going to talk about how exactly do you do that? I mean, if you think about it, it's really no easy task. Used to be customers could call you on the phone. That's really all they could do, or they could go to your retail store. And then it got to where they could go online and you had a website and then you could email them. Now that sounds like peanuts. You can chat with people on the website You can chat with people on Facebook Messenger. You can text your company. You can, you know, social media. I don't have to tell you guys, you know all about it. How do you possibly make sure that you are providing consistent customer support across all these channels? And we know that you have to have all the channels that customers are looking for because we heard on Monday's episode 103 that customers are less satisfied with companies who don't provide good omni-channel experience. I think we just heard on Monday's episode that companies with strong omni-channel presence retain 89% of their customers versus only 33% retention when you've got weak omni-channel customer support. So it's definitely making a difference with customers if you've got omni-channel, so you have to have it, but then you've also got to be consistent with it because otherwise you're not providing a really good experience. Ah, what to do, right? I mean, you've got to be able to do all of it really well all the time. But first, I've got even more statistics for you because this is the week of statistics. So this article is informed by super offices 32 customer experience statistics you need to know for 2018, which was written by Toma Colbiete on December 20th of 2017. So according to Toma's article, customers want this consistency of support on digital channels. She quotes Walker with the prediction that customer experience will overtake price and product by 2020 as the key brand differentiator. And we've heard that. I think we even heard that earlier this week. She's also got in here that according to Accenture, 89% of customers get frustrated when they need to repeat their issue to several agents. This having to transfer from one agent to another is consistently told to us in the customer experience world as being a number one frustrating factor for customers when they have to be transferred. And that's why is because there's all this need to repeat your story. I'm sure it's happened to you too. I know it's happened to me where you call up, you have a story, you're not sure if you're in the right place or not. Maybe your story is a little complicated. And so you tell the first agent what's happening and they say, I'm going to have to transfer you. And you almost expect that because you're probably not going to get it on the first go. But by the second or the third, or if you have to go past that, it's getting really bad, right? 
It's very challenging as a customer, and it's not any fun for your agents either. So we don't want to frustrate our customers by having them repeat things. And then Campbell, which is part of Medallia, states that 87% of customers want brands to put more effort into consistent customer experience. So all of these facts and figures that Toma has in here are pointing to the fact that customers are really serious about wanting us to get this together. And here are some predictions. The Aberdeen Group reports that companies with the strongest omni-channel engagement retain 89% of customers versus 33% with weaker omni-channel. We just talked about that earlier. And also, the number of companies investing in omni-channel increases from 20% to over 80%, according to PricewaterhouseCoopers. So this is telling us that the importance of serving customers in multiple channels is going to increase. And inside of that, we're learning that mobile customer experience is a priority. Toma credits Wow Local Marketing with the statistic that 52% of customers are less likely to engage with a company after a bad experience on mobile. Have you had this? You've probably had this where you are familiar with a website, but you don't normally access it on your phone. And then something happens and you realize that you need to check something or you need to pay something, something's different. And then you go to use their mobile and the experience is just awful. The screen won't fit right or a button doesn't display where it should That's one of my specific pet peeves is when there's supposed to be a button right there and there's not a button right there or you have a button, but there's no way that a person could possibly know that that's a button because it just looks like a picture. And so these are things that we need to be aware of. More and more of our customer use cases are on the go in transit. We're also on the go lately. So we need to make sure that those mobile experiences are working really well for our customers. And Toma Credit's mobile marketer with a statistic that by 2018, mobile search will generate almost 30 billion, with a B, more queries than desktop search. So this lets us know, if we hadn't realized it already, that multi-channel is going to be very important, but especially mobile, we need to be paying attention to. So that's all from Toma's article. What should we do with that for digital and social customer care? How do we look at providing consistent support? Well, I'm going to give you three steps because you know I like to keep things pretty simple for you. The first thing that I recommend that you do is connect with these other departments. It's likely that you may not have all of your digital interactions under one roof, under your purview. Even if you do, the web experience probably sits outside of what you're working on in terms of digital customer support altogether. So you're going to have to have arms linked together, even just from the digital perspective to come at it together. But the other thing that I want you to think about is not even from a digital perspective, but from all of the information that's coming to your customer, we need to make sure that every bit of that is all together and the customer is getting the same information no matter what they do. 
It's challenging, but it can be done as long as you are together in a good strategic internal alliance with your other department heads. So episode 12, Strategic Internal Alliances, I recommend that you go have a listen to that. It's not specific to providing consistent support, but what it does do is it gives you a framework of different departments and it lets you know what those departments might need from you and conversely, what you might need from those other departments. And how this helps is it's a good conversation starter if you don't already have these alliances built and you need to create them. You can come to the table with an idea of what you are looking for from that department head, and then conversely, you can give them an idea of what they could expect from you. One of these things, which is why we're talking about this, is finding out what information they get from whom they receive it, and then when do they get it. For example, if you've got some sort of verbiage that is coming to you for a particular situation, maybe one of your retail stores is going to be closing down for inclement weather. I'm thinking about weather because it's just snowed last night here in the Atlanta suburbs which is unusual for this time of year. And it's the second snowfall this year. So we've had school closed because we don't plow neighborhoods. We don't do any of that. We don't have that much snow that usually comes through. So the kids are all excited. They're off school. They don't have to be in school. So maybe you've got snow or some sort of weather and you have to close some retail facilities or you're not going to be able to deliver whatever it is that you're delivering your product or service, whatever that is. What are people being told on the phone versus what you're tweeting to people? And sometimes you don't think about this because you just get, you know, some sort of note, some sort of email or something that says, hey, these stores are closing this store is out of power and and this store, you know, they just can't get through the parking lot, whatever it is, you get a piece of information and you start crafting something that fits in, you know, Twitter, something that fits on Facebook appropriately. And then you're engaging with all your social people or you're reaching out to your chat people and letting them know what they should say. And you're putting scripts in your chat tool, whatever that is. So you're doing all these things, but What's also happening is that somebody maybe that's overseeing the call center also gets that same notification and maybe they're crafting their own message. Maybe you don't have, um, you know, a department that handles all of your communications for customer care. Maybe you need to get together or maybe if you're so new because you're handling social media customer care, maybe you just need to get looped into that conversation. So like I said, find out what information are the other department heads getting? Where do they get it from? When does it get delivered? Is it the night before there's going to be inclement weather? Is there a phone call that happens? How does that look? You need to get in on that. Make sure that you stay connected with the other departments. And that's not just for verbiage. That's for all kinds of things that are going on. But in this case, for verbiage, for communicating with customers, that's very helpful. And then on top of the communications with customers, what about the process for things? So the second of three steps that I recommend to you is journey mapping. And you can refer to episode 31, journey mapping. I'm talking about a very informal journey map session where you and your direct reports get together in a room with a whiteboard and some dry erase markers 
and you get the projector going and you have your website up on the wall and you step through a few processes. And then maybe you've got somebody from the call center and you say, so on social, we do it like this. What are you guys doing over here? Does this match? Is there an inconsistency? And you can start small where, you know, you're just sort of looking for something that you already know might be not what the customer needs to have. Maybe you found it on some sort of survey or feedback or something where you are alerted to this trouble. However you're alerted to it, make sure that you map it through. And if you are out of step with what's happening in other places, then do what you can to just pick the best process and then advocate for that process. Maybe what the call center is doing is better or maybe your way is better. Either way, try to make sure that it's consistent for the customer so that there's not any confusion. And the third of three steps that I offer you is to streamline. So many of these digital channels that we're talking about now have the potential of streamlining together. We've talked about a lot of technology on this show where you can connect your conversational tool to your intelligent tool, and then you can go and you can get Median's co-browse and you can lay it over top of all of that. And All of this kind of flows together nowadays. You've got to connect the dots on it, but you can really get things streamlined and flowing together where you can know what's happening with the customer through all of your digital channels. And then if you're really advanced, then you can go ahead and connect all of that into your CRM tool that you use for the bigger call center. So we have the opportunity to streamline and that is so appreciated by the customer because then they don't have to tell the story over and over again. So if you're into streamlining, conduct an assessment of the cost benefit of the channel streamlining. What would the initial investment be? What customer experience improvements would be realized? And then how long would it take to recoup your initial financial investments? It can sound overwhelming, but 30 minutes spent on a mind mapping exercise to go through what streamlining would look like would be well worth your time, especially because we've been talking about all of the statistics, the chatbots, the marketing trends that are coming. There's a lot that's going to be coming at us in 2018. So whatever you can streamline and make easier for yourself now is going to do you a lot of good later. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click on the picture for Craft Beer Club today to learn more. All right, there you have it, guys. That's another episode that will give you really strong foundational practices for creating your digital and social customer care team. Make sure you tune in next time so that you remain on the leading edge of strategy and technology for running your digital and social customer care teams. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.